And welcome to the happy hour. The always fun. Semi-informative. Always relevant. And slightly irreverent. Happy hour talk show presented by App Growth Summit. So whether you're on your way to work. Or on your way home from work. Or you're bored at work. Pop in an episode and take a quick shot of the happy hour. My name is Louis Tenge. I am the founder of App Growth Summit. And with us today, we have Kaylee Stels. Hi, Louis. She, she's the manager of App Growth Summit. And our amazingly special guest today is Alex Marutka from Craftsman Plus. Hey, Alex. Hey, thanks for having me. And you want to say a little bit about what you do briefly? Yep. So I'm uh, Alex Maruka, founder of Craftsman Plus. We help advertisers in the ad creative space with automation, and we focus on interactive and playable ads. Awesome. And you'll also Airbnb your apartment in New York in, or in LA to friends. Yep. That's the, that's the founding startup mindset. Okay. So uh, getting here today is a very special day. Uh, getting to this podcast room in New York City because Kaylee hailed her first cab in New York City today. So congratulations, Kaylee. Thank you. I'm still learning the streets. Louie keeps telling me the different directions. This one goes east and this one goes west. And I gave the taxi driver like totally incorrect directions to get here. But good thing I had Louie. But I did stand on the curb and wave my hand like a true New Yorker would. So once you get the the day. Once you get the grid system of New York, it becomes super simple. But for the first two weeks, it's kind of a, a mindfuck. Yeah. I keep failing the test. Louis keeps no, giving me. No, it's not so. a fail. It's a learning moment. <laughs> learning experience. Hey, you can't go more than one block. And if you go more than two blocks and you haven't figured out you're in the wrong direction in most of the city, then then that's on you. That happened you, to me yesterday. I learned quickly. Yeah. You go one block. Oops. They're going the wrong direction. Yep. Got to turn around. <laughs> and Alex, you got your car to you in today? Yep. I uh, injured my shoulder about a month ago, but uh, re-injured it over the weekend playing some volleyball. And so now I'm just focused on cardio and legs and decided to ride my city bike here. Everyone's riding city bikes, even people that don't look like they ride city bikes. I feel like it's an excuse to, you know, you you don't feel as bad if you'd miss your workout and you just ride city bike. Well, I, I biked three miles today. So at least I did something. It's the little things that count. And uh, where do you play volleyball? Uh, I just played on the beach. Um, I was in Barbados for the weekend. Oh, okay. Well, oh. tough life. You do have a nice like glow to you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's the welcome. tan. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. It's yeah, the post Barbados glow. <laughs> Were you athletic as a kid? Uh, I don't. I mean, I was okay. I don't think I was the most athletic guy, but I just tried really hard. Hence, my body not liking me for the effort <laughs> I put in. So now you try so hard with uh, helping people with their marketing and the creatives. Yep. That's where all that effort is going. Instead of volleyball on the court, it's uh, on the ad space. (laughs) Spike in this creative campaign. (laughs) Okay. So, so the first part that we're going to get into now is um, random questions. Alex. Yes. Question number one. If you were a bartender, what famous person would you like to serve? Hmm. I was a bartender one time for a charity event and it was a really fun event. Um, If I could serve anyone... Well, the first name came to mind was just sad because it was Kobe Bryant, um, oh. which, yeah. All right. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Fun um, podcast. Uh, outside of that, I would say, uh, <laughs> I can't say this one either. Um, no, no. Okay. That one sounds like the one you have to say. I mean, the one I was going to say is Nina Dobrev, just because she's my number one celeb crush. And a good amount of people in the industry know that, but I would I would serve her. <laughs> I would serve her. <laughs> What do you think she would drink? Guessing a shot of tequila. Nice. She seems like a fun girl. I've met her a few times, some chemistry building. I think we just go straight into shots. I love that. 
go big or go home. Uh, have you ever um, into celebrity bartending episode of yours? Was there anyone notable that you served? Oh, no. Uh, it was close friends all in New York. Um, yeah, we were just raising money for charity and had a bunch of my friends come over tip us because uh, all the tips went to the charity and basically brought a couple of handles in for free and poured shots for everyone at the bar to turn up the night and have everyone love the bartender that's giving everyone free shots so they tip better. Nice. What charity was it for? Uh, it was about helping actually kind of in the creative space, but helping kids in like underfunded programs in elementary and middle school get more arts and crafts time and, and supplies. That's really nice. Yeah. Cool. Then you recruit them into working for Crossman Plus. Exactly. It's a long game. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. What is your favorite app right now that's not your own? Probably uh, and just recent, just because of the the name that I just secured, but uh, Byte. So it's the Vine Founders new app they just started, um, recently just launched. I always wanted to get my name just Alex, you know, just get that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's always taken. It's a common four letter name um, for a guy and girl. And so for Byte, I secured Alex NYC. So. Get ready for uh, get ready for my posts on there, but nice. I, I just like exploring the new platforms um, in the space. You have to you know keep on you have to keep up with what TikTok's doing, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, and I feel like this platform has a lot of clout coming from the Vine guys that turned down tons of money at Twitter to go do this. So I think uh, I think they're going to get a lot of their following back, and it's just going to be a different, interesting audience that I want to explore. Yeah, cool. Sounds cool. Um, which are cooler, dinosaurs or dragons? Wow. Um, I'm going to have to go with dragons. Yeah, just Game of Thrones. So relevant, Ooh, still yeah. top of mind. Um, thinking about ice dragons, fire dragons. Uh, I've always been a pretty big fan of dragons. Nice. You have a dragon tattoo on your back. You know, me and my best friend from uh, actually third grade both thought about getting different dragon tattoos on our back. Uh, I'm not a tattoo guy, so I, I didn't do it. But he got a few tattoos, but we do have... Um, different dragon like statues in our in our apartments. And he has one, and I this is one steel, one's jade. We basically switch uh, whenever one person needs to be more calm and relaxed, get the jade one, and when someone needs to be strong and power through it, they get the steel one. So we'll mail it to each other and swap if there's like a life crisis happening. So you're like dragon bros. We're dragon yeah. bros. Yeah. I like that. Hashtag dragon bros. Hashtag dragon bros. Hashtag happy hour. <laughs> Hashtag Alex NYC mm-hmm. or at Alex NYC on, on Byte, not Vine. Yep. You think they took the name Byte because of Byte Dance? Uh, I think something like that. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but yeah, potentially. They're like, oh, you kind of took a bite out of us. Let's take a bite out of you. But we'll do a BYT. So yep. Subtle. Subtle. Um, a little switch up of questions. What is your favorite hat? My favorite hat? Um... Honestly, and this sounds lame to say, but the Craftsman Plus hat, uh, just because I've never, I'm not a designer. It's strange for, you know, uh, someone to run a creative company that doesn't come from a creative background or a traditional creative background. Um, and I'm definitely not a designer. If you saw me dressed up before I came to New York, I had zero style. Um, and I, I just picked simple black and gray and people love them. And I get people sending me pictures of them in the hats and I wear mine all the time. I wore it when I hurt my shoulder this weekend in Barbados. So, uh, I would say that one just cause I'm, I like the design. It's simple, easy, and I wear it the most. Nice. Now I kind of want one of these hats. Right. Let me know Sounds next time. Popular. I'll bring some in. Nice. All right. All right. Well, shameless plug, we're actually our, uh, all of our speakers this year are going to get gifts. And one of the gifts that we're going to give out are spider jackets. 
And we're going to have a nice subtle logo in the lower part of the jacket. So it's going to be black jacket with the uh, gray logo. So perfect. That's, there you that's go. That's what I like. You have to in New York too. <laughs> it's all fashion. Black, yeah. All black is just all you have to do. So you have to wear your Craftsman Plus hat yeah. with the AGS Avcro Summit spider jacket. I think it's hilarious when people wear entirely decked out of swag, like go to a conference and have like 30 different swag items on. It always reminds me of that movie Office Space with Flair, oh, yeah. the, the 30, 15 pins of Flair. Yeah. It's like that for swag at conferences is hilarious. Oh. Speaking of conferences and hats to oh. New York, I brought my favorite beanie from an AGS conference I went to in San Francisco in October. And it's from Apps Flyer, but it's like the comfiest, warmest winter beanie there is. And I just, I wear it all the time. I bet you Michelle is gushing right now. And no, that was not a paid plug. That's just <laughs> legit. <laughs> it is legit. I walked into the conference and I was like, I need that hat. And I got the hat. And, and I love the hat. she's still wearing it. I still wear it. Go Next one question. One more. Last one. Um, which activities make you lose track of time? Playing volleyball on the beach in Barbados? <sighs> Maybe. I feel like I'm always just like counting counting the score and somewhat keeping track of time. Um, I, I guess, and this is probably a bad thing to say, but scuba diving, which is the opposite when you want to forget time because you don't have that much air. So you <laughs> want to keep track of time. But when you're scuba diving and you're just floating through the water, like there is no phone. There's no way you can even get close to a cell phone. It will not work 100 feet down. Um, there's no laptops. You can't talk to anyone. You're literally just by yourself floating through the ocean. So I lose track then. Again, not the best, but I'm still alive and and well. <laughs> you ever meet a shark down there? Oh, yeah. Swam with sharks multiple times. Yeah, literally. Swam with sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Did they come up to you? Did you have to punch them in the nose? Yeah, the nose thing. Um, I actually got a bloody nose when I was did a shark dive at the bottom of the ocean. And uh, I have a hard time clearing my ears. So I just it, we're doing a shark dive and everyone goes down before me. So obviously I'm kind of weird. I'm by myself and it's murky water. I can't see anything. The my whole crew has left me. So I'm trying to get down faster than I normally would to clear my ears. I have issues with that. So went down a little bit too fast. I uh, got a bloody nose when I got to the bottom and it's just filling up in my mask. And there's three sharks swimming around us in the shark dive in Mexico. <laughs> and my mask is filling up with blood. And you're wondering, do I clear it? Which you can do pretty easily. Or do you just get blood in your eyes and just deal with it? But if you clear it, the sharks are obviously going to smell it. So I just kept it in and <laughs> oh, no. and just went through the the dive with uh, blood in my snork in my mask. Okay, so now we're going to get to a section of the podcast called "Talk Nerdy to Me." Now, since we talked about you as a human being and a person, now we're going to get back into because this is an industry podcast. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, what you do for work. So, what's the most fun part? We'll ease into it gently. What's the most fun part of your job? Yep. I'd say uh, working with my team and clients. It's been great. Uh, I love being, uh, when when you found a company, you can bring the people you want next to you. And uh, because of that, I've got to surround myself with really amazing people that I get to pick and choose and creating like an amazing culture. And same with clients. Um, we love working with the partners that we work with. Uh, everyone's really respectful in the industry. It doesn't feel just like a so, uh, like a vendor client relationship that's more personal so i just i like the people we work with i think that's key like if you hate the people you work with it's going to be a rough day every yeah, day quit your job immediately yeah yeah kaylee do you like the people you work with yes i do <laughs> yes, I a do. weekend there's you, still time to get out kaylee <laughs> are you paid to say that <laughs> yes i am question mark no what's the best piece of career advice you've ever been given uh i would say 
doing something game changer for the business that you're in. Um, just thinking of it different, just outside of your role of you're a marketing manager, you're in sales, you're an account manager. These are all roles. Then it's good to have a definition of what your role does, the responsibilities, what you should be held accountable for. But the best thing that kind of got me out of the mindset of, Hey, I'm, I'm in sales and my goal is to create revenue. It was, I'm a part of this company. My goal is to create more value at this business. And just when someone told me, just focus on impact in the business and doing something game changer, just my whole mind shift, my, my mindset changed. And I thought about what is, what is everything I could do to change this business for the better and do something outside of just my role to really impact the business. And it could have been an idea. It could have been, um, helping other people on their parts, of their job or learning more about the different sides of the business to be better at my role. Um, but that definitely gave me the, it just gave me the freedom and confidence to say, I can, I can do more than just X, Y, Z role. And I feel like a lot of times when, especially when you're straight out of college, you're going in, you just want to listen to the person above you and just, you know, put your head down, grind and do a good job. And that's what you're meant to do. But when your head's down, it's not up and you're not looking ahead. And it's hard to do something game changer when you're just sitting there head down, typing away in whatever role you're doing. So doing something game changer was the best piece of advice I've ever had. What would you say is the thing that you're doing right now to change the game of mobile advertising? I think with the shift of Facebook and Google and all the machine learning um, capabilities out there and algorithms that have helped automate part of the buying side, I think creative has been lacking there. And I think the biggest uh, pain point right now in bottleneck in the industry is automating creative. So what we're trying to do is help people the same way Facebook and Google have automated buying, help folks automate ad creative to keep up with machines. Do you brand this? Are you going to license it out or is this just for Craftsman Plus? Yep. Um, we're going the license route. Yep. So we'll license the software out and give advertisers, agencies, DSPs, anyone who does the buying side, um, we're going to stay clear of the buying route and just focus on being a good creative platform for partners. And it looks like you just got a partnership with UAPI? Yep. We have uh, them and a few other partners on the DSP side testing right now. We have a few direct advertisers um, and an agency partner. So just getting a few different folks, getting taking as much feedback as possible. Um, we love receiving feedback. Uh, it's awesome when you have an idea that people immediately click and get, and they can help pull you in the direction that you know fits their needs the best. We're super open to feedback, so it's been uh, it's been really interesting hearing you know the ten different folks testing the platform right now, what they want, some pain points, what they like. And uh, shout out to Nancy, Ash, and Leo over yep. at Is it Can this be licensed or utilized by brands and our apps, or do they have to go through you to manage that creative automation? Uh, yeah, it, it's it's self-serve. So it's it's a managed, uh, it's a self-serve model that when you license it, you can log into a platform, upload your creative, and then start automating. One more nerdy question. How do you see the industry changing in the near future? I think people... Anytime they can save money on um, pre-development, like pre-planning, and we've learned a lot from this. Uh, Craftsman Plus actually kind of started as a creative agency before moving into the software space. And the more planning and pre-production you can do before a project, and anyone in the production space will know this, the more costs you save and the better the project goes. So I think the same is for any product company out there, any service, any anyone in business, the more pre-planning and preparation you can do an investment on that side you can do will pay off in dividends in the future. So I think with things like Google Play Instant or um, creating mini experiences and advertising is a big part of that, but just getting more you know research and, and understanding of what users are connecting with, what products they like, and then building after the fact, I think it's the market's kind of shifting from a 
let's build products and push it on people to, hey, let's listen to everyone um, with social media, with how easy it is to connect with directly with your audience. And these brands are listening now. It's let's listen to our audience and then let's build backwards from that and build the products that they care about. So if you remember the answer to this question, it ties back to your celebrity question, which is interesting. After a long day at work, what's the drink you like to wind down with? Thank you for the hint. Um, <laughs> but yeah, typically, um, depends on the night, but tequila or um, whiskey and even a great glass of red wine. Um, but nice. yeah, just it just depends what I have available. Um, whiskey, tequila, red wine. Nice. I feel like tequila is just like my go-to. If you're going to like just take a quick shot, it's always tequila. I don't know why. Just it's just like... Because you're in your 20s, that's why. Oh, okay. Well, now everyone knows my age. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> that's what you do. You pregame. You just take a shot, and then you're. that's the beginning of it all. It just depends on what you're looking for. Red wine's great. If I'm eating dinner with a glass of red wine, perfect. If I'm sitting by myself and um, you know contemplating life, I'm going to drink whiskey. And, uh, and when I'm looking to kind of stay awake and get an upper but slight buzz, I'm going to do tequila. Scientific hashtag drink science. <laughs> um, next question. Tell us something about yourself that most people might not know about you. Yep. Uh, I am a pretty big anime fan. So I don't know if you guys are anime fans at all, but I think that's part of the reason why I liked getting into the space, uh, working with gamers. Uh, a lot of the IP and, and games that we see out there are based on animes or other, you know, sort of cartoony type characters. I just really like those. And uh, so I've watched uh, a lot of anime in my, in my life. And most people don't look at me and go, oh, that guy loves anime. But I do. Nice. <laughs> What's your favorite manga? It, it switches. Um, there actually is a really good volleyball anime um, out there. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it is a lot better. Um, I just finished, uh, well, I rewatched Attack on Titan recently, and I was pretty into that. But I really like Sword Art Online. And talking about dragons before, I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. And I think that kind of embedded dragons in my life. But I've always just wanted to be a Super Saiyan since I was like five. <laughs> You're the Super Saiyans of Ag Trader. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Next one. If you weren't an app growth expert, what would be your chosen profession? Uh, anything that just helps kids. So again, that charity going back to helping kids be more creative. Um, I used to coach kids volleyball, tying it back with volleyball again. Um, anything that's just going to inspire and create a better life for kids. I just, I love hanging out with kids. Um, and I, I love uh, anything that's going to make them better and change their mindset. Because as a kid, when I was a kid, there were certain people in my life that said even just one sentence that completely changed my mindset and perspective on life, that if I never met that person, I'd be completely different. And you can just shape someone so easily when they're younger. They just have less data points that it, they haven't lived as long. They don't have as much experience. So not jaded by all these points. It gets harder to change. You know, it can't can't train an old dog new tricks essentially. So I like, I like being that positive impact in someone's life early on, <clears throat> whether it's career or it's, you know, uh, a child, uh, it just, it's really gratifying for me. Yeah. I love that. Um, and the last question is what is the funniest or most embarrassing thing that has happened to you recently? Most embarrassing thing recently was, uh, I'm a, I'm a big snowboarder and I was, uh, riding the other day and my best friend had just said, Alex, the stairs are slippery. Watch out. You could fall. And three seconds later, I fell down the stairs and the guy in front of me 
also fell down the stairs because of me. <laughs> so oh, no. it was like a train falling down the stairs. It reminded me of the, uh, of Goonies, the movie where he's in the movie theater and he starts puking. And then everyone in the movie theater starts puking as well because of him. I felt like that guy, I felt like chunk in that, in that moment. Cause I fell down the stairs knocking out the guy in front of me and running into my best friend at the bottom where we all fell. And then he just looked at you like, I told you, bro. Yeah. Everyone just said, we just said, watch out for the stairs. I'm like, I'm sorry. My heads are up in the cloud right now. But is it one of those things, though, if somebody wouldn't have said something, would you have fallen? Exactly. 100%. I blamed her later. I said, this is all your fault, Gabby. Um, if you had not mentioned that, I never would have slipped. Exactly. I would have done something differently. So, yes, I, I love that you just quoted The Matrix, one of my favorite movies. Nice. That's the way to project. So I think it's apropos to ask, uh, how'd you get hurt in that fall? <clears throat> it was mostly pride. Um, <laughs> uh, mostly pride. And then, uh, you know, I was a little sore. I'm used to falling on my ass though and snowboarding. So it's, it's, it's a snowboarder's way you're used to it. Yeah. So no shoulder injuries, no knees. This one was just the pride. Yeah. Knock on wood. The shoulder does not get hurt in ski season right now. Uh, I got to make it through, um, before, before taking a look at it and, and opening it up. But, uh, yeah, no, no serious injuries. No, no one was hurt. And no one was hurt in the making of this podcast either. Yep. <laughs> um, Okay, Alex. Well, thank you very much for being a part of this. Uh, this is one of our first podcasts. So there you go. You've helped us break the seal. Yep. So thank you very much for doing that. And everyone go check out Craftsman Plus. How can they learn more about you? Shameless plug time. Yep. Uh, you can just Google craftsmanplus.com or uh, find me on LinkedIn and it's all linked there. Or, or download Byte. Yeah. <laughs> At Alex NYC. At Alex NYC. All right. Yep. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for taking the journey with us, and we hope you found it exactly as advertised. Where it was mostly fun and entertaining, but we did manage to get in a little tech talk in there as well, so you can kind of tell your managers that this was actually time spent doing work stuff. Trust me, we won't tell on you. Please subscribe so you can get notifications every time we release an episode. And please head on over to appgrowthsummit.com. Let us know what you thought or let us know if you'd like to be a guest in a future episode or recommend the guest that would be absolutely amazing. Please tell all your friends and colleagues about the happy hour and be sure to have lots of laughs until the next episode.